Hello, everybody. Thank you all for listening to the Entrepreneur for Life podcast. I'm your host, Gideon Webb. I want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening in on all podcast platforms. I have a very special guest, uh, Ms. Kashaya of Yun's Henna. And um, Kashaya um, is an entrepreneur as well as an artist. And she's super creative, someone I wanted to personally get on a podcast uh, because we've been doing business back and forth for the past year. I've witnessed her grind. I've witnessed her art. Um, very, very talented individual. And Appreciate it. Um, a young entrepreneur, I, yeah. I, if I, and I, you don't mind me saying, um, somebody who's kind of like finding her way and navigating through the life of an entrepreneur. So welcome, Kashaya. Thank you. All right. Um, so my first thing is I want to talk about Yun's Henna and the meaning of Yun's Henna. What does that mean? So Yun's is your your unique natural self. So that's important to me because everybody's exactly their own. They're unique. They're natural. And hopefully that all helps you find yourself. Hmm. And that reflects in all my art. Hmm. And where'd you come up with that? How'd you find that in your journey? Was that something like that came easy as an entrepreneur or? Honestly, Yanza originally initiated from being like sunny backwards. Mm -hmm. But when you really look at it, it's, it can, it's kind of backwards or upside down sunny. So I was thinking about it more and I wanted it to also have more depth to it. And I was up late one night and honestly, like a lot of my inspiration comes from the universe or God or higher above. Mm -hmm. And I was journaling and um, just breaking it down to my own self because I was debating changing the name for so long. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, should it be healing Hannah? Should it be this? Should it be that? But it didn't feel like something that was unique enough for me. Mm And so I just stuck to the name that I had and then I ended up learning the meaning, you know, from higher above that I chose what I chose. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <clears throat> then the next day I woke up and I, I reread what I put in my journal and I was like, wow, like, right. that's spot on, that's perfect. So the like, name kind of chose you. Exactly. Like, mm. And it just unveiled itself to me too. So mm. your unique natural self, Yun's. Mm. Interesting. And then how old were you when you knew you had a talent for art? Um, when I was a freshman in high school, honestly, I didn't think I had that much talent for art. You know what I mean? So I'm part of also being that like advocate and that person of just being like, don't ever doubt your potential mm. or yourself, period, because you never know what realm or your creative ability or the realm that you can go into mm-hmm. with creativity. And then how old were you when you decided to turn your art into like an entrepreneur pursuit or make money on your art? Um, that happened naturally as well for me, thankfully. Um, it was around the time that I got into henna, like off bat, it was just something that was so natural for me that, people were like, you can make money off of this. And they'd mm-hmm. be telling me that all the time. So, okay. um, nah. I mean, I brushed it off for a while. And then eventually I was just like, I mean, let me see what see what mm-hmm. can happen. You know what I mean? Now, did you struggle with that transition? Because I've, I have friends that are artists. Mm-hmm. And 
some of them seem to struggle with the idea of selling their work. Mm -hmm. Did you ever feel like any kind of way about your art and how you felt you wanted to put it out to the world and the pressure of like, you know, because when you do art, you're kind of free. But then when you at the business aspect, you are tied to like deadlines and mm -hmm. expectations. And it isn't, you know, I don't know, as an artist, what, what do you think? How was that for you? Um, Say the first part of the question again. Well, so um, I've met certain artists that once they start to turn their art into a business, it becomes challenging because putting a price on their art sometimes is hard. Mm -hmm. Selling their art sometimes is hard. They, sometimes they literally want to give it away because they feel like, you know, it's it needs to be appreciated or, you know, just going from artist to a business artist. Mm -hmm. You know, did, did you... How did that transition go, and are you still transitioning? I feel like or? I'm honestly, you know, I'm young. Mm -hmm. Well, I consider myself young mm -hmm. to life, so um, I feel like I'm definitely still in that. <clears throat> excuse me, transitional period. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's a natural thing. I think it's something that you do day by day, and it's something that you. Um, it's not something that's just going to happen overnight, gotcha. you know. You're going to see yourself evolve as an artist and as a person and as a business owner, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And right. you'll be surprised at the things you'll accomplish. You'll look back, you know, as long as uh -huh. you're consistent, you know what I mean, right. and self-discipline. -dis yeah. No, I think so. I mean, because a lot of the – it seems a lot of the – skill sets or some of the skill sets that goes along with being a good artist you know perfecting your craft working at it you know staying consistent it can apply to business as well mm -hmm. you know so maybe the transition may be um easier for some than others uh what are some of the challenges you find as being a young businesswoman <laughs> i mean there's a lot um I mean, everybody's life is different, so it's going to be like life can be a challenge in itself. So mm. it's just literally just being consistent, you know, and rising above whatever you're going through and still showing up not only for yourself, but for your business and believing in yourself and what you're putting out there. Mm -hmm. And and exactly like I try and inspire myself as much as I want to inspire others. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So. Hmm. And then, you know, as a visual artist i know you also do some performing artist stuff that i haven't quite heard yet <laughs> but you yes. like teased it you, you know you kind of tell you know show me you got some skills on the other side um where did you find the passion in performing or writing well writing was actually my major i went to milwaukee high school of the arts and that was my major at arts so it's kind of interesting how i delved into visual arts how I have um but before then it's literally just something that I feel like me being um somebody who I would consider is just an um, like a very deep feeling person mm -hmm. I'm an empath in many ways I don't even like to put that out there but mm -hmm. <clears throat> I've always journaled I've always had a pen in my hand mm. and by the time I really started to get into classes where they were like write a story, write a poem, like mm. I remember getting my story read in class in like sixth, fifth grade 
like the teacher was like can i and you know like just mm. you know when you have like that teacher hyping you up you know what i mean it like pushes you that much more uh, mm. still to this day would be like i want that first signed copy of your book type mm. thing you know what i mean mm. and that flourished into arts and man good teachers matter for real for real for real for real I have some good like, teachers in writing to and that because writing. i mean you're with teachers so much yeah and so the influence that they have on you is very instrumental and powerful and i think teachers are very underrated hell yeah I definitely want to bring that up paid like lebron <laughs> i always like... say teachers should be paid like doctors because how would the yeah. doctors even get to the point of where the doctors are at if it wasn't for the the first grade teacher the second grade teacher 100%. they had to get through all those phases to even get their college degree so, you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. it, so the right teacher can <clears throat> really mold the mind and get you on the right track have you ever had a moment i'll, I'll just veer off a little in personal life have you ever had a moment where someone critiqued your writing in a way that like literally broke you down or made you feel like or you know have you ever had that moment where you had to kind of mm. self-reflect and like like realize it's your art and how do you deal with criticism i mean you when you put this stuff out you know sometimes people could love it sometimes they don't like what do you i think it really really just takes having a strong backbone knowing mm -hmm. who you are why you're putting out what you're putting out and what you're putting out like it's gonna be unique to every individual mm -hmm. and even if i can't draw like so and so like so and so might want to draw like me deep down you know mm -hmm. what i mean and that could be something that's only something that i can touch like i could never touch how another artist moves draws mm -hmm. or anything like that and that's just something that i feel like is important as an artist or just somebody that's putting your stuff out there just to understand that what's yours is yours mm -hmm. and that's part of your purpose is trusting what your gift is and putting it out there mm. and I could ramble on on that. No, topic, but I get it, and and that's important. And I think being a part of the artist community here in Milwaukee and me seeing it change, um, there's a lot of growth and a lot of potential for like real positive things to happen in mm -hmm. the realms of visual and performing arts. Absolutely, um, and especially like our stuff. You mm -hmm. know, the stuff that's homegrown, organic, like culture art you know and more art and murals popping up in the city like milwaukee's actually becoming a city that's like 100 percent wholeheartedly embraced art mm -hmm. i mean you could see it like walking downtown there's plenty of artwork mm -hmm. you know and i've been to other cities and it's not like that all the time and so i'm proud of where the milwaukee art scene is now what do you think how do you, how do you view what's going on and your realm it's definitely a beautiful thing to see mm -hmm. uh there's definitely a lot of more diversity i want to see happening mm -hmm. um but it's definitely it's not something that you know i want to see with a glass half empty regardless because i'm happy to see art wherever mm -hmm. i can see it and honestly i do see more and more popping up so mm -hmm. i hope that even just saying that that manifests more and yeah. more bopping up because and when you see other artists does that kind of motivate you oh absolutely absolutely and that's what i love like uh that's why i go to other cities because mm 
because I, I want to see other art. And it's a lot of the time the people who are just doing it out of passion on the walls, not even getting paid for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's why when I go to the art museum, like, we can all relate, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah. what is this? It's like triangle with a line through it. You know what I mean? And it's black and white. And I'm over here doing this, like, five hour, <laughs> right. you know, three day, two two week, you know, project of yeah. the art piece. And, and, you know, it's just like, it's crazy. So I know a lot of artists can relate. Yeah. So that's what I love to see. What do you say to that young artist that may get discouraged when they see more advanced artists that are doing their thing, like? You know, who may be a little more timid and and not so confident in their artwork. Mm, to just trust your lines, trust your curves, and that means whatever you draw on the paper, start drawing some lines, tr- start drawing some circles, and trust it. Trust your paintbrush, trust your strokes, trust your intuition. And honestly, if you got to start intuitively painting and doing art, which literally is just maybe throw on some music and it's just don't even think about it and just create and the more and more you do that you can add skills to that you know what i mean which would be how to draw a face if you want to do that you know what i mean how to mathematically put together a mandala or whatever you know what i mean because there's a lot of math and art Mm. so it's like however you want to apply the skills to then how your heart and your intuition and your spirit and your body like how it's called to flow Mm. you find that in that intuitive process too but then also just trusting um exactly your own self Mm. like there's nothing like just you like there'd be no purpose of you trying to replicate what anybody else could do or trying to be a lot of people have trouble getting to that point though where it's like you know you have so much confidence in yourself. You're not thinking about what other people are doing or well, trying to compete or trying to match or meet their standards. Honestly, I think there's a place you have to go in your own self. I think every day we all, even like myself, we all can kind of get to that point where you feel intimidated or trying to match somebody. I mean, maybe I even feel like that recently, if I'm mm-hmm. going to recall on that feeling. And it's just more or less how you handle that feeling because it's human Mm. and so it's just learning that like what they're doing doesn't devalue what you have or what you have to offer Mm. and just to get inspired by what they're doing you know what i'm saying because also nothing's new under the sun so what they're doing is not necessarily brand new either there's been artists long way longer than we even know you Mm. know what i mean doing magnificent things you know so What's your favorite part of the process? Of making an art piece? Yeah, whether it's visual. Um, I mean, I'm so multimedia, it really depends on what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. So for Hannah, to me, it would definitely be the drawing process, you know, because I get to create the design. Mm-hmm. But then the whole process is beautiful because it peels off and then it darkens over 24 hours you know what i mean it's light orange and then it darkens and then it lightens after days so it's just like a whole beautiful process Mm -hmm. i don't know for painting to me i love painting because it's intuitive you know uh watercolor is beautiful for that reason too you can just take some water and the water you know watercolor ink and Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's skill applied to it. I think we all felt like we was the best at watercolors at one point. But like, I mean, I mean, there's the you know, and that and that's what I'm saying though. Like we had that confidence <laughs> that we don't have. Like when we were kids, we t- like 
But yo, you lose just that. getting back into it, you yeah. know, and honestly, something that I'm thankful for is that I did go to arts is because uh-huh. I would, th- that popped into my head is it's just like the people you surround yourself inspire you so much. Like, so I was surrounded by so many artists and still I try to continue to su- surround myself with artists or people who are just um, able to be open enough with themselves to create because that's what it is too like something like sometimes it's literally just putting on your favorite artists mm. and maybe burning a candle or incense and mm. just opening up to yourself and like yeah it's therapy it really is it's like a form of meditation so deep deep no um i totally agree i think that's when my best art comes out when i'm like alone and i can really um hone into me mm-hmm. but a lot of my pieces don't get finished because eventually i lose confidence i think that's yeah. where it is i'm looking at my piece and i'm like oh hey. I, just, I got a so. big tip on that one too because yeah know, please because there's a lot of entrepreneurs listening and i'm sure to help i know i'm not the only one well <clears throat> you know i'm still evolving so my tips might be way grander in like a year let alone five years gotcha. but it's just a matter of what I've experienced. Could you hear me that whole time? I yeah, yeah, could. I can hear you. I, can. <laughs> I think they can It's hear just you. a matter of uh, exactly. I can get sidetracked. I have very many uh, mediums that I like to play with. I like to do jewelry, mm-hmm. henna. I mean, I can go on candles. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can be very easy to start a candle and not finish it, or start a canvas and not finish it. Mm-hmm. But. Like I said earlier on, like self-discipline is so important. And especially like this past couple of years, that's been one of my main focuses for myself is to just be more Mm self-disciplined and start applying that in areas of my life. And you can really see it play out. Mm -hmm. So even if it's just um, exactly starting a canvas and finishing it, and that could end up resulting in you making a decision to start a job and finishing it or a college and finish you know, like a college term mm-hmm. and finishing it. You know, whatever it might be that you feel stumped with, that you don't feel like you have enough in you to do, you know, mm-hmm. those little steps of just like showing yourself you can start something and finish it could be that. And mm-hmm. sometimes art can be that for you. And also... Um, I want to like backtrack. You, no, you to the topic, to, please. Because I'm following right along. Um. Exactly. Like I think it's just. Hmm. Well, what I was gonna ask you though, so we don't, so I don't forget, is about the henna. So a lot of people think the henna is just like, kind of tattoos and decorative, but. It, it does have a meaning and, and it comes from a certain place and it, it's very cultural. What does mm-hmm. it mean for you? For me, like the art <laughs> of henna or <laughs> my smile. No, I know that's your thing. Cause, Cause like you've yeah, gotten better. It's so sacred to me. It's so sacred to me. And so when people ask me like, why don't you tattoo? They're all like, I get that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, tattooing is sacred in many uh, parts of the world, even here. Like, mm-hmm. Um, I'm no, I have tattoos myself. So, uh, it's just a matter of, for me personally, applying henna to the skin is not only like, 
it's healing wait i have these like words it's like it's like this healing paint that you apply to the skin you know what i mean mm -hmm. like i'm like applying healing paint designs to people's skin and the designs can have meaning too so it's like sometimes people will request certain designs or mm. tell me what they're going through or something like that and need your drink yeah have some of your lemonade or your water <laughs> i'm just like having deep thoughts as well no because i see some of the ladies come in for henna and you know, it, I see the after effects. I see like the happiness. They want to show it off, and it's like it adds it adds a level of confidence and and a positive spirit to people. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. um, something you said that I didn't know is that the designs have certain meanings. Mm -hmm. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah. So, like peacocks traditionally represent like beauty, and flowers traditionally represent life and like fertility and stuff mm -hmm. like that and so it goes on but then there's also like traditional designs like the alm symbol lotuses which are like we we know traditional lotuses right like no educate me okay lotuses are traditionally well they have a there's different types of lotuses there's like the lotus flower yeah okay and they can be represented in like the chakras you know what i mean okay um i went to mps and so did our listeners tell them what a chakra is if you could in your own words uh basically the chakras are the energy centers in your bodies gotcha. so there's six of them you okay. have your crown your throat which would be like your voice okay you have your heart chakra okay you have your sacral and then the sacral yeah, which would be like your so, your your sacral, uh -huh. your solar plexus. Gotcha. And then your like uh, the center. Yes. Okay. And then your uh, root chakra. Root chakra. Yeah. What would that? Where's that? Like that would be like below the belt. Like yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I never knew that, and I don't know okay. if you think people knew that, but I never knew that. I mean, and I feel like exactly we were kind of briefly talking about this before the podcast. People are yeah. on a spiritual wave nowadays, yeah. you know. And, and I'm happy to learn. So I, I I I will say this. I only thought it was one, uh, and that's from oh, really? watching kung fu movies when I was a kid. They always go to the center. It's all about the center, oh. and then like once you find your center, it's like well, they're almost talking about their chi too, because yeah. your chi is very important. Is chi different than the chakra? Chi no chi way. is like your energy. Okay. So like, like getting your, your chi straight, like all right, all right. No, I'm learning. Um, and all right. Please continue. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Re regarding what is it? The chakra. So we have chakra and we have chi. Now you find those two. <laughs> you be in a pretty fucking good place, right? I mean, <laughs> shit. Like I mean, period. And every day, hey y'all. Every day is a daily day to find your chakras and your chi. Don't ever think that someone okay. like me don't. Uh, have it all the way figured out mm. or unfigured out because I still figure my shit out. You uh -huh. know what I'm saying? I, I think, think it's that an process. it exactly is. You know what I mean? Like, um, it it really is. It Every really is. It it's really like, is. And so that's part of what I represent, and I'm here for too. Is I'm like, mm -hmm. yo, like I see what you're going through. I'm there. Which like, no, I'm you know like. Mm -hmm. No, I think once the day you think you know it all is the day 
Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know shit. Period. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Period. Like, and also, you you are, are you even out. living anymore anymore? Right. Like, honestly, because, like, Cause I feel like life is more nourishing and fruitful when you're... Learning. Learning. Yeah. If you're not going to bed every day, like... Mm-hmm. I learned person. something new and yeah mm-hmm. feeling like also analyzing yourself in ways like mm-hmm. and waking up to be a better person I don't know mm-hmm. yeah no I, I dig that 120% like um, I think and most people out there that are listening that try to do good every day I think you know that's the motto is like how can you become a better person how can you expand who you are and how can you help the people around you you know um what other things as far as um visual art should people kind of expect of your work how or, or, or let me rephrase this um is there some ongoing theme with your work or something underlying that you know signifies you or have you found that yet um like i said earlier on i'm young Mm-hmm. So a lot of the things I have been working on or have to work on, um, I don't want to entirely talk on because I rather make moves in silent totally <laughs> and agree. just mm-hmm. drop it and let people see what's happening. But um, a lot of what I have worked on and I am committed to um, perfecting and just making better is exactly my henna career, mm-hmm. mixing up my henna. Um, I'm doing henna classes. It's something I want to be offering more this mm-hmm. year, the coming years to come. Didn't like how that sounded. Well, something but. <laughs> you're currently offering because I've seen the flyer. So it's something you currently offer. I'm currently offering. Exactly. And and it's something that I can't wait to see evolve, basically, yeah. like with the years yeah. to come. Um, I think the education <clears throat> part is the most exciting part when you like teach people about what it means. Like, mm-hmm. It's more than just something fancy they seen on a celebrity. Like mm-hmm. this has true meaning, and that's the part that I think gives people that value and makes them feel like you know, yeah, this this can provide healing. Mm-hmm. You know, in a time where people really need it. Actually, though, because um, if anybody doesn't know, henna is mixed with. Uh, essential oils i mix mm. my own and so this last batch i put a little bit of peppermint just a little bit okay okay <laughs> uh some eucalyptus and lavender oh wow okay. and then i don't want to tell the rest of my recipe mm-hmm. but i like to let people know what essential oils are in it just in case you're allergic for whatever, whatever. reason uh-huh. um and henna is a plant it's a shrub they take the leaves they crush it into powder and it's all I, natural. It's all natural. I order mine from a very healthy, beautiful source. Like it smells amazing, and so it's just one of those things that honestly it makes me feel exactly like we were saying. Like, what do you wake up and you know how do you feel like you're doing or being the best you you can be? Mm-hmm. Hannah makes me feel that way as well. Oh, wow. Like every time I do that, I'm like I'm applying something to people that will beautify their week for or life Mm -hmm. you know what i mean that's how i meant to say it life for a week to come Mm. or two weeks that's deep i um 
Damn, I'm I'm I want to learn so much more about henna. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm interested. But in, that's in what these classes the are about okay. because you know even with the Afro vibes nights, like it fits perfectly for it because people are always like, oh, isn't this that Indian stuff? And I'm like, this is our stuff. You uh, know what I mean? Mm. Like, henna has so many uh, African roots from Morocco to Egypt to you know what I mean and it's so untalked about or mm, ancient commit I should say you know what I mean Word. and so it, you it, educating <laughs> me and you educate our listeners so and and, it, and it's really not spoken on talked about well enough and mm -hmm. that could be a whole podcast conversation mm -hmm. you know what I mean honestly because yeah. there's so much to it but that's also something that I want to offer to the people who are coming to my classes it doesn't matter what color you are because I want everybody to know the richer history of henna that they don't completely tell and also because as being a black woman doing henna it has been empowering learning about that because for a while you know i didn't i wasn't trying to be out here culture appropriating either it was just something i got into you know what i mean mm. i don't even like wearing bindis on my head like that i don't know if you would know what bindis nope. are but yeah, they're <laughs> they're basically like the little gems oh, the that gems, yes. um yeah, Southeast Indian women will wear when gotcha. they get married. Mm -hmm. um, but to me, it's just, I don't know. That's just not my culture. It's not my thing. So right. I'm not going to like throw that on just because I do henna. Hmm. It's just more or less something that I'm offering for our roots and then also for the healing of everybody. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I, th I think um, definitely people should research As well it. as my jewelry. Go ahead. Please. It's mad intent that goes into each piece that's done. That's why it takes time mm. and why sometimes I don't have as much as I would like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it it really is mad intent that goes into it. And just exactly I want every person who's wearing my jewelry to feel they can manifest their dreams. They have the confidence to just take on the day. Um, each um, piece should have something natural in it whether it's a crystal of some sort that will also provide its own you know properties or hmm. shells wood whatever it is you know mm -hmm. what i mean because that's also natural hmm. so interesting <clears throat> Interesting. You almost got like a a little Young's universe going on. You got I mean, the henna. You got the the art. You know. You know I, what I, I used to say when I was in a teenager. Fashion. I was like, "You are." I think this is how I used to say it. Like you are kind of like your own universe in a way. Like your eyeballs are like your planets. Like okay. and your mind is like I don't know how to explain it because in many ways we make up the world with our head. You know what I'm saying mm -hmm. and. I don't know, maybe I'm getting too deep, but it oh, it, yeah, it, it is it is valid to think of yourself as your own little universe. Uh -huh. Because I was saying this briefly too, like we all wanna change the world. Well, a lot of us, you know. In our own way. In our own ways, right? Mm -hmm. And it can be overwhelming when you realize you can't, right? In ways, right? But exactly, once you start changing your personal world, you can change the world around you, right. and the then it starts to turn, <laughs> and then it starts to just yeah. grow and get bigger, and yeah. you're changing. I mean, and it's a beautiful thing. So facts. No, I totally agree, and um, I think it's all about those people you put in your universe. Like once you create your universe, how you start to bring people in mm -hmm. that fit your, you know, 
your way, your universe, or just that orbit. And you just like, and you click, and then, you know, and then magic happens, mm-hmm. um, especially when it comes to artists and collaborating. I think, well, I would like to see that more. I would like to see more artist collaboration. I, th- I think, you know, you see it a bit, but we got so much talent, mm-hmm. you know, in Milwaukee, and just to see some artists maybe come together instead of, like, this one piece by myself. Yes. No, let's get, like, three artists on this joint. And, like, yeah. really... Off of that, just going back to then to like everybody being their own individual as an artist, that's something that I love collabing with people is because Mm. I know I thrive in this genre and you thrive in this genre and Mm. it's almost going to make me like tear up and get a, you know, like, oh, giddy because like, let's, let's throw it together. Like, man, you can't, you can't (laughs) match that. Like, like you can't match it. Like. It's just like some great food when you mix together exactly. the right ingredients. It's exactly. Like, You're cooking up out. in the kitchen, yeah. but but with the paintbrushes and whatever. And even if it is the beats or whatever, throw it all together. You know what I mean? I done dibble-daddled. Mm-hmm. Dibble-dabbled. <laughs> dibble-dabbled. <laughs> with a little bit of all. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I think that's that's part of it, too. Um, yes. Does the, the – just balancing all these things ever create anxiety or stress Ooh. or – Oh, that's a great question. That's a great question. That's a great question. Because honestly, being young, I'm I was experiencing that today. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Because aside from work, you know what I mean? I work like two jobs and mm-hmm. I love to do so many things. And so it can be almost sad, too, because it's like I want to just spend my time doing all this stuff. You yeah, know what I mean? Man. Yeah, no, so, but um Honestly, I feel like it's just a matter of learning how to manage your time Mm -hmm. and prioritize. Mm -hmm. Like, what do I really want to do? What's and then exactly that's one of one of my favorite things is managing my time. So it's like I'm going to give myself an hour to do this jewelry. Mm -hmm. And then if I really, really am into it, maybe I'll give myself another 30 minutes. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But really just trying to be more strict and not doing that. Mm. Um, But but it really depends on how important. Like I have jewelry orders lately Mm -hmm. so i'll try and commit to that but delegating your time and separating it so that you can try and get more done i think has been helpful with helping that yo that's for real that's because i i like to do a lot of things but it can be like feeling impossible to get Mm -hmm. it done so i gotta ask so specifically like when that moment hits how do you deal with that anxiety or that moment where it's like you feel that pressure. You feel that anxiety. Is there something or a routine that works for you? Mm, it's definitely you just got to sit your ass down for a second and uh-huh. and just talk to yourself and just like remind yourself you're blessed, you're safe, you're okay, mm-hmm. and just breathe. Mm-hmm. And just remind yourself that, and my auntie said this best one time, you just got to focus on the most important things sometimes. Mm. And especially when you're feeling that overwhelmed, then I think it's good to self-care too and step back and maybe do a face mask and completely step away from all those thoughts oh, and tasks advice, huh? and just, ideas because sometimes really it's that, still though, too much. Yeah, you know what I mean? Really just step away just from Just completely step away from it for at least like an hour. Mm. Do take a shower, sing, mm-hmm. dance, cry, cry yeah. if you need to. I don't know. Sometimes you need to As a and then come person, back. Pardon me. As a no, creative person, do you also struggle with the administrative side of things as like, some artists are like what do you mean about super that? creative so like when you're coming up with these things or you have these ideas some people make lists or they're mm-hmm. very organized and they start putting in calendars and mm-hmm. all that. but for a lot of artists 
we're in this creative mode so much that we don't really think of like at least for me i'll speak for myself when i'm in artist mode it's hard for me to get in administrative organized business mode because i you know i'm in artist mode mm -hmm. and as an artist i just want to be a free artist mm -hmm. i don't want to be you know i don't want to be setting deadlines things to do mm -hmm. appointments um agent you know mm -hmm. do you find that uh, difficult for like you the or management, is it, you're saying yeah yeah i mean and even in art school did they teach the business of art no they definitely did not and that's a great question because at art school they should if, yeah. you're, if you're teaching kids how to pursue their art of whatever genre they're in they should definitely be teaching you how to manage, manage it, it. Yeah. and mm. that's definitely been something that i'm young and so i try not to uh beat myself up or you know but more or less just every day wake up and just try and learn more mm -hmm. because that's all i can do and i i've said it i think i said that today i'm i need a manager mm -hmm. you know what i mean because sometimes it's hard especially when i'm trying to yeah, do yeah. so much but um it's almost like you put that manager hat on yourself and manage yourself. and you do and you do but that's also what it takes to be an entrepreneur um honestly Mm -hmm. and especially until you got the money to pay a manager yeah, yeah, so sure. it's just like it's just a cap that you got to take and a, like a role where you just gotta like you yeah. know buckle down to do it exactly where do you do you like where the art industry is going as far as the digital world with all of the <laughs> expansion into nfts and the metaverse oh and, boy i mean art is taking a new life it is, and I can't complain Along with exactly with that. Like, you know, it, it it does scare me a little bit because what is this life gonna look like, and and mm -hmm. how large is it gonna get? Um, mm. I feel like you know we've seen so many movies from Wally -E to The Matrix. You know what I mean? Where it's like you Two can great reference movies. <laughs> Two great movies. You can reference how motherfuckers get just so trapped in this digitalness. You know yeah. what I mean? And luckily, from what I've seen of the metaverse, that shit looked like, uh, what is that shit called? What is that called? That block, what is that called? What is that? What is it called, you guys? <laughs> What's it called? It's like that block game. Uh, Roblox. Roblox, that's okay, what it looks okay, like. Okay. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, it's I don't, very similar. I, don't know. I think it's they got the, a lot of the. But when they get it to Roblox. looking like really like you and I, yeah, that's yeah. when people are going to be the, trapped in that because they're going to like not know yeah. the difference damn near. And then if you smoke and you drink and you had a crazy <laughs> night, you in the metaverse, and then you come out, you're going to be like, what's what real? Are they what's talking not? About, like people having like sexual assault cases in the metaverse from being. That's like, just. Isn't that wild? Like you could sexually assault someone in the metaverse. Somewhere. Right, we won't go hey, too far off. We won't go know, too far off. All I know is I'll make my bag off the metaverse. I'll make my bag off of yeah, the motherfucking yeah, digital. As an artist, period. As an artist, but I am not getting lines. too deep with it, and I take uh -huh. it like a grain of sand. At the end of the day, like planet Earth, that's why my initial account is Yon's Earth, is because Earth is like it's a paradise yeah, like this world like is beautiful. There is nothing like it, and so honestly. As much as there's all this other shit going on and around, that's right. also part of the reason why Yuns is my name and my initial account was more or less to be about like uh, nature photography or just like natural looking things. And it's just my natural life now. Sweet. But it's just a matter of like exactly. Yeah. This world is beautiful, and aside from our day-to-day, -day, even Milwaukee in life, when it gets cold and gloomy, I mean, there is so much out here you don't even know, you know what I mean? Like, my ass went to Puerto Rico a couple, like, a year or two ago, and I was just like, 
you know what I mean? Oh, just yeah. like in love. Like yeah. I just wanted to just like yeah. <laughs> be out there, you know? And there are so many places for that. And I don't know why anybody would trade that feeling in your heart and your soul and your uh, experience in your body for some flat ass, mm. you know, metaverse experience right no doubt like i just hope people don't get too caught up in it that's all i'm saying i I don't know that's all i'm saying they probably will because people i really and i feel like we're already so disconnected you know coming especially from this generation it makes me sad like we're so disconnected and that's just that's the type of thing where it almost makes me more concerned because it's like i don't want us to be more normialized to be disconnected we should be going on trips to, to, to as friends yeah, to, yeah, as real, yeah. to real to real places that should be the focus no period, period i totally agree that's that's real talk man we're gonna leave it at the world is beautiful because i felt like that was the end of the <laughs> message like the world is period. beautiful the world is beautiful and then so young tina for our listeners out there that want to learn more about you how can they find you you can find me on facebook at young tina mm-hmm you can find me on Instagram at Yon's Henna and Yon's Earth. That is Y-U-N-S, Y-U-N-S, dot Earth, dot Henna. Got you. I'm offering Henna classes. I'm offering jewelry, waist beads. I mean, my jewelry is usually one of a kind, too. Mm. One of one's. Yes, so uh, I, I'm trying to work on more pieces that look more, sim- like, not similar, but more like, oh, I have this one and you can get this one like it. You know what I'm saying? But honestly, I think that's also something that I offer. It's unique. Mm-hmm. It's a unique jewelry piece that you're not going to necessarily be able to find anywhere else. So, Dope, 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 dope. And uh, any anything else people should be looking for or listening candles, for? Candles, candles. Um, we have open mic at Freight 38 mm-hmm. every other Thursday. Um, I'm going to be performing. There's that I'm not about to put a date on it. Right. I'm not. Just going to wait till you feel it. Exactly. Because life that. happens. I might get up there too, y'all. And exactly like we were I got saying, some poems in me. when you're an entrepreneur <laughs> uh, trying to balance a lot, yeah. you really have to also... Um, trust yourself and your intuition you know it's crazy and i want to say this really quick too is because uh i've been doing henna for eight years but it really took until this past year and like a like a push in life that happened that really was just like either you're gonna do this or you're gonna do that and i just chose to delve into henna and that also too just don't look back like just Mm. do it and don't look back you know what i'm saying Mm. like really trust because i have big goals with it and trust your big goals you Mm. know what i mean and trust where putting yourself out there will also get you because i think we had mentioned that earlier and that's so important too because trusting that is so important too because sometimes you can doubt yourself i can have anxiety i mean even having this podcast i'm like Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's so important yeah. to just put yourself out there and trust yourself because you never know what people are going to, how they're going to receive you or need what you have to offer or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They're going to always going to be those haters. Mm-hmm. Always going to be the motherfucking haters. But 
Facts. There's going to be the people that need you. Facts. Step out and on And the faith. world that loves you. Give it and a try. You. We was talking about that in the last podcast. You just got to step out and do it, man. You got to stop, stop, stop too, worrying. So. And so thank y'all for listening. Thank you for joining us. I think that was dope. We covered a lot. We might need to really circle good. black soon and and see where you at as an circle entrepreneur. Black. Yeah, circle <laughs> circle black soon. Hey. As my man Homer Blow would say. We and, both been working. Yeah, and see what, you know, in the next year how your business is going. Anything you might say to the oh, old period. you kind of a thing. A year from now, let's definitely yeah. check in because it's yeah. going to be a lot more popping off, mm-hmm. a lot more to offer. Like I said, I don't even want to speak on too much as much as it's just going to happen, but uh, definitely keep an eye out because it's going to be a lot Thanks. happening. And Thanks. Excited. Thank you all for listening. Please share the podcast on all the platforms. Oh, the one other thing. Go ahead. Last also, thing. You get the last word. Check out my modeling account. <laughs> I just started Uh-oh. modeling right. at the beginning of the year. I this is also something like advice y'all because period I started this account at the beginning of the year I put myself out there I said I'm gonna do it I'm gonna mm-hmm. drop this like page January 1st and let's see where by the end of the year it gets me so do that like put yourself out there do it just yeah. drop it like I've been wanting a model for years and I just never pursued it dope that's dope that's dope do y'all it. look out for that too Drop and then your shit. realize you know the entrepreneurs we have on the show they do a lot of things so we're gonna we're gonna come back and circle back and talk about all that stuff and and how it's developed for you and and what's been happening so thank you for thank you for having show. me oh yeah it's all love entrepreneur for life peace out <laughs>